Hello, and welcome to Heart Points, a one-to-one RPG actual play podcast. I am your husband and GM, Zach, and I am alone this week. Well, not for the whole episode, but just for the opening. Everyone else is busy, and we wanted to get straight to the episode, so just a few quick things. This is our final episode of Beam Saber, the Rings of Woden colon Rainfall. Beam Saber is a game of mecha warfare designed by Austin Ramsey. You can find Austin on Twitter at notanin, N-O-T-A-N-I-N-N, and you can find the Kickstarter for Beam Saber right now at tinyurl.com forward slash Beam Saber Kickstarter or by searching for Beam Saber on Kickstarter. If you like mecha warfare, if you like Forged in the Dark Systems, this is a game that you need in your library. We had a wonderful time with this game, and I really think you're going to enjoy the finale of our uh, little OVA here. Also, as a quick reminder, this is our last episode before we begin the Blood Gold campaign, Heartpoints' next long-form RPG actual play campaign. We are going to be playing Ryutama in a long-form adventure that sees Diana's character travel across the world facing hardship and drama. It's going to be really good. We're really excited about it. We've done some really cool stuff in preparation, and we're just so pumped. So please keep an ear to the ground, keep an eye on the Twitter, and let us know what you think when that comes out. And I can't think of anything else. I think that's it. I hope that you enjoy this episode because I think it's great. I think it's one of the best stories we've told. And um, I think that Beam Saber had a lot to do with that. The system is a lot of fun and it's very cool. Um, It does some great things with Forged in the Dark. And I think if you enjoy this episode, please please go check out the Kickstarter. And without further ado, let's join Diana and Zach B. again in Beam Saber. The theme song swells, and we see a wide pan of a jungle, with a pillar of smoke billowing up into a blue-gray sky towards a massive green planet hanging over the horizon. There's a shot of a giant fish swimming in a muddy river, rippling with rainwater as a jaguar watches it closely. A python stares into the camera, its tongue flickering as water pools in its coils. A coffee pot sits on a pull-ignite burner as a fold-out metal stand, steam billowing off the wet ignition canister. Rivulets of water stream over an Ekian's face in the rain. The eye lights up and focuses like a camera, and the title card flashes. Rings of Woden. Rainfall. Over a shot of a giant rifle and a human-sized shell, we get a second title card. Fifth entry. Demon in the water. Survive. In the last episode of Rings of Woden Rainfall, the two uh, our two soldiers for the Greater Grey Formation are attempting to escape from uh, the planet Cedron uh, after a sabotage attack as they were fleeing uh, through the jungle to meet their rendezvous point they were attacked by the 
noble knight Gladysant Nunu Cortez in his amphibious prime Echion, which uh, pulled under the ace pilot and empath. Not an ace pilot. The pilot and empath, sorry. I forgot ace was like a, an actual class. <laughs> I, mean, I just meant that you're a pilot. Um, the Echian pilot and empath river and her Echian song, while the, while the actual ace pilot, uh, Izzy Bones, <laughs> ace pilot Bones and her mecha ladybug, her very scary mecha named ladybug, <laughs> uh, dug in like a tick to hold off against um, the, uh, the knight's fire team. We go first to uh, Song, which is sinking under the rushing river waves. Um, and you are you still have open communication with uh, Cortez. Uh, and you can see him on the screen, like, clutching his glorious long gray hair uh, as he shouts in pain from your psychic attack. Um, what do you want to do? I want to immediately shoot him with my directed energy weapon. Mm. With oh. my laser beam. Okay. I want to shoot him with my laser beam. All right. I th- So this feels to me like it is still uh, desperate because of where you are, like, sinking in the water. But I think because he, you are, like, tied up with him and you are so close to him, this feels like great effect to me. Okay. Like, if you pull it off, it's going to be really good. If you don't, it's going to be bad. Yeah. Uh, so, um, this feels like, uh, what, what action are you trying to do? <sighs> Battle, right? Vehic- yeah. yeah. Vehicular close quarters combat. I should have done something bombard, but yes. Um, can I offer a collateral? Yeah, please. Ooh. Uh, since you're underwater, maybe, like, this wasn't tested to be used underwater necessarily, so maybe it, like, fries it or something, and you can't use it anymore after this. Oh, so I use it this one time and it's done. <sighs> do you want to take that? You don't have to. No, I like it. I'm going right. to do it. Okay. I'm going to take it. All right. And I have to use a cork because I'm in my thing. I think you only use a quirk if you were going to push yourself. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot that they're not the same thing. Yeah. Nope. I forgot so you just the get thing. the die because you're taking the Yeah, because yeah. yeah, this bad thing is, no matter what, this bad thing is. Right, exactly. I like that. That's good. I like that. Because it's all scientific data. Oh, I got a six. Oh, you got a six? Yay! Good job. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. I mean, I, I clearly succeed in getting away or shooting him or whatever, but I obviously can't, I can't use it again, but that's fine. Yeah, so... Uh, Oh, I'm so excited. (laughs) That was awesome. Um, Describe this beam weapon again. So the way that I picture it, my core is very bulky and I don't have any obvious weapons. I think these two little panels slide open in my chest and this laser beam comes out of my chest like like Iron Man style, but Iron Man doesn't have a beam, I know. But like that's what it looks like and it comes out and it just shoots out straight ahead of me like I can't control it I can't do anything with me do anything with it it's kind of an emergency weapon when needed Mm -hmm. um so I I do that okay yeah as you are under the the river um it is murky and muddy uh with the recent rains but I think especially with your extended senses you can see that uh the knight gladissant uh Nunu Cortez has uh, a, a prime Echian 
And the Prime Ekians are the original Ekians. They are uh, the mecha that were discovered by like the original people on this on these planets. Um, which means it's made out of it's like bizarre and a little alien and made out of weird material. And this one has one like long arm that ends in three thin like scythe-like claws, mm-hmm. which it has grabbed you with. Uh, and the other is kind of like a bigger, like bigger fist claw. Um, and it's kind of just like this uh, huge blue uh, kind of crab-like Ekian. And it's it's down there and um, it, it is not moving. It's not functioning well. It's like being swept away with the uh, river water mm-hmm. because you've stunned Nunu. And then this chest piece opens up and blasts it. Um, and it, uh, you can feel like the, it pulling, like, against you until, uh, in, with the screeching of metal, uh, the claws let go of you and he starts, like, falling down the river as, as you escape from his clutches, but the water pours in and fries that energy weapon and you are still, like, stuck in the water. Bones. You are on the shore, on this muddy shore. There is the jungle before you, and in the darkness, a fire team is firing at the two of you. What do you want to do? Uh, I have my shield up. Yep. Can I fire with my shield up, or would I have to put my shield down? Well, it's a full body shield, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I think you you can fire with the shield up, but you can't really aim yeah. very well would be my guess i'm also now thinking of because i have a fine machine gun i'm thinking of it as a like two-handed weapon almost mm-hmm. to use effectively so i feel like you could for sure do suppressing fire but if you want to do any real damage yeah. it's not gonna happen so i think i'm gonna use my fine machine gun um and return fire okay that sounds like probably a bombard, right? Oh no, fire your Gatling gun in a dogfight is battle. Bombard is long range missile target. Shoot a railgun through a skyscraper at an enemy. So okay, <laughs> so battle. Yeah, this still feels like battle. Um, I'm gonna say this is also experimental. <laughs> My machine gun. Okay. Can I ask what makes it experimental? I mean, I, I'm not trying to change. No, I'm that's just a good curious. Question. Yeah, it is a good question. Does it shoot different kinds of bullets? That would be cool. Like if each couple rounds it was a different sort of bullet i wonder if it's uh maybe it's equipped with sort of experimental like auto targeting technology but normally like like i would have to or like the mech would have to auto target but the machine gun itself has its own like built-in ai auto targeting oh, cool. if that makes sense um not saying it'll work but. yeah but i like it that's cool <laughs> can you tell me the name of that move by the way i just want to make sure that we are using advanced it prototype yeah, I don't know if it makes sense for me to be able to do it with everything, or if I'm like I can only really use it for one thing. I don't see why you couldn't use it for everything, though. Is the thing like at some point you're gonna yeah. hit your load? Yeah, but then I can take anything that's one load for basically free. I would assume that you can't go lower than one load. Yeah, I can't. I, it's minimum zero load. Like if I take a zero load thing, it's not negative one. Oh, okay. But oh, I can yeah, take all. Fair. It would mean I can. Okay. Take you one. can only have one experimental item at a time. Okay. Um, Sorry, that might no, be because uh, we're we are playing a game uh, version of the game that is uh, pre-release essentially. Um, so there are, I think, maybe some inconsistencies within like the rulebook and the, the like the playbooks, just as things get clarified in different places. Yeah. Yep. So in the rulebook, it is clarified you can only have one experimental item at a time. Okay, no, that's fine. 
Um, yeah, so then my mobility suit was the experimental thing. Don't forget that if you push yourself with that uh, mobility suit now, yeah. you get uh, advanced effect and plus one. Well. That's, that's real good. Now that you mention it. <laughs> um, so I think I, w- I was going to push myself just in a different way, but um, I think I'll, I'll rewind a little bit. So I think I'd pull out the machine gun. But I also think I'm going to use that fine mobility suit to, like, charge them at the same time. Ooh, okay. Like, uh, like thruster jet, like, yeah. charge at them. Okay. Um, so I'm firing and sort of charging quickly. Oh, I like that. Um, and I have to use a quirk for that, right? Uh, yes. To push. to push yourself in your suit, yep. I guess experimental design, right? That makes sense to me. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, so the plus one D, so I get two D for pushing myself, right? Uh, no, you get plus, uh, so, um, you get both the, so normally you get, uh, when you push yourself, you either get one die or better, you get both. Gotcha. So I'm going to say that this is risky, great effect at this point. Okay. Do you think it might be desperate? I'm kind of like, this is, this is a fire team. They're in the dark of the jungle. So you don't know exactly where they are and your eyes are, are missing. I'm wondering if it's actually desperate great effect. Okay. What do you think? I guess it depends what they know about where I am also. If, mm. Are they just firing generally or do they can they see me? They could see you. They watched you cross the river. Okay. Um they're they have stormtrooper accuracy though. Okay. <laughs> I would say. Right. Um but uh let's 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 make this interesting and say desperate great. Okay. So battle Two dice for battle, one for uh, pushing myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Four. Okay. So that means your action succeeds. Sorry, I'm always trying to get used to, or I'm still trying to get used to Forged in the Dark. Uh, okay, so you can withdraw and try a different approach or succeed with a controlled consequence. Um, nope, because I'm doing control. This was desperate. Yeah. The pilot Sorry. does it, but there's a desperate cause. Okay, so you just do it. I didn't mean to. No, no, no. Sorry. No, thank you for for helping me make sure that I am doing what I what I should be doing. If this wasn't for a Kickstarter game, I wouldn't have said anything because I love breaking the rules. <laughs> just saying. Ooh. Okay. Nice. You move in, um, and you you fly into the jungle, and it is dark, um, but you are going to. Sorry, I'm trying to like think about. Uh, there's so much going on in Forged in the Dark. Yeah, it is. It is not a system that feels. A lot of it does feel natural to me, but because I want to like do everything right, I feel like I, I there's a lot of moving bits. Mm-hmm. You fly into the jungle, um, and you come across one of these units that are firing at you. They're these little grimoire Gundam units, and you find one in in a clearing, and he's. Uh, their their mech is uh is kind of like knelt down with their assault rifle and they've been firing at you, and you fly in with your uh what is it that you have? It's an assault rifle or a machine gun. It's a machine gun. All right, and the two of you like aim at one another and both of you fire, um and you are going to take level one harm of um or level one damage. I'm sorry, uh and we're gonna say that damage is shredded arm okay so if i want to resist that yes so it says vehicle resistance is you take uh you have to cross out four quirks minus the appropriate attribute rating for a minimum of one yep so you would roll your expertise 
Or, uh, yeah, you would roll your expertise. Okay. Um, and you would have to cross off that many quirks minus your expertise. Four minus whatever I roll on the die. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And we also have, we have grounded. Oh, so we take right. one die to resist rolls or exhaust one fewer quirk. Do we roll the... It says no dice are rolled for vehicle resisting consequences. Instead, a vehicle resisting a consequence must exhaust four quirks minus the appropriate attribute rating. Oh, I see. Of one. Oh, I see. So you don't roll. So since you have three already, it, so be, it, you would just remove one. But our grounded, we exhaust one fewer quirk. Does it say to a minimum of one? It doesn't. It just says one fewer quirk. Yeah. But that also would... might be... It's, there's no literally no more room on that. Yeah, I yeah. think it might still be to a minimum. What, what's the what's that ability called? Grounded. Faction. It's a res- R&D yeah. specific ability. Yeah, yeah. You get plus one die to resistance rolls and exhaust one fewer quirk against AR threats. You get plus one die to healing. Oh, I missed that part for AR threats. What is an AR? Assault rifle? Armor? AR? I mean, armor would make sense. Yeah, I am not sure. I'm not sure. Let's make it armor. Also, I think it has to be still to a minimum of one. I okay. don't think it can be zero because then you could uh, you could resist As long as for I'm free. using my, my expertise, oh, which I guess oh. I always am, minus the appropriate attribute rating. So if I were using my acuity, it wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I guess that's true. I guess that's true because it, it's that's only if you are doing it with... Because um, I have three in expertise. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? That, that's up to you. I'm fine with it keeping it at a minimum of one. I think <laughs> that as written, it does not say to a minimum of one. You're right. As written, it just says that you uh, that you can resist minus one. All right. Sure. Yeah. Okay, I resist that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Describe to me in detail how you resist it. Uh, so I'm flying at this guy. You uh-huh. my sort of propulsion jets. Um, I think... As I get closer, I'm able to use both my arm shield to sort of absorb any shots he's taking at me and my my uh, machine gun. Yeah, right, because you don't need to aim as well. You can yeah. just fire with one-handed at this point. Yep. Um, so as you're firing on this guy, uh, what are you aiming for? I think it's, it's most common. Pilot is in the cockpit in the chest. Uh, head is like sensor arrays. So generally, what that means is generally you can incapacitate an Echion by destroying the head. Hmm. Um, but if you destroy the chest, then you kill the pilot. Uh, what kind of fighter are you? What kind of <laughs> resistance fighter are you? Uh, let's go pilot. <laughs> I, I mean, Bo- Bones does not mess around. She's an ace pilot for a reason. Going for the kill. All right, yep. You you uh, you fire a couple rounds into the chest, and uh, this, this uh, whole Echion just explodes in the jungle. I am in the song. water. River Song. River Song is in the water. You are in the water with Nunu Cortez. What are you doing? Well, Nunu's down the river, yeah, and he... I've been freed. Yep. So I think I'm going to take my middle-heavy suit of armor and start swimming, because <laughs> I don't really have anything else. I have um, my mobility suite, but I think I already used it, so I don't know if I can use it again? Yeah, yeah, you can uh, once you mark off that you have that equipment I can keep using it. Yep. So a mobility suite, it says, or some other modification providing extra mobility to the vehicle, but it says all terrain suspension, so I feel like the way that I'm interpreting all terrain suspension is that I have the ability to swim 
because I don't know that mechs can normally swim when they're so middle heavy like me with little mm-hmm. scrawny arms, which is what I said. Yeah. Like, I think I have not, I'm probably not like real swimming. I'm probably like feet near the bottom, sort of pushing myself and like scooping water. I know the move, the water's moving really fast, so I'm not trying to fight the current. I'm just trying to get to the other side of the river. So I'm going to end up downstream. Yeah, I'm down with that. Okay. Because my other my other option is that I'm gonna uh, get a grappling anchor hook. I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot a fucking anchor. I'm gonna be honest. I like that idea a lot more. Yeah. Like just to be perfectly o- yeah. open. Like I like Gra- the idea of you using your grapnel grapnel anchor tool. Yes. It's a harpoon that stabilizes the vehicle to prevent it from shifting position. Yes. Okay. So yes. Gonna, well, I just I <laughs> or you can use it to repel. Yeah, I can. I can. I can use it to repel down. I just happened to have already used the mobility suite, so I thought I would try to use yeah. that. Yeah. But I like the harpoon. I've been thinking about trying to use the harpoon. I don't know why I have a harpoon, but I like the harpoon. So I, I prefer the harpoon. I would really like to say that we that we disabled the mobility suite when uh, your booster got extinguished. Like it needs to dry out. Yeah. Okay. Um, personally, is what I'd like to go with. Sure. A harpoon doesn't I, need to. I like that your mech has all this sophisticated technology, <laughs> but then also they thought to load a harpoon. Just in, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> just in case. You never know when you're going to need to grapple. Grapple. Grapnel. There's an end there. Is that how you say that word? Grapnel. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I shoot a harpoon. <laughs> and I shoot it um, I shoot it at the the river bank that I'm going towards. Alright. That's, that's a harpoon noise. <laughs> yeah. You fire your harpoon uh, and it sinks into the mud um, like eight feet. This is a huge harpoon, right? Yeah. It's like a five foot long harpoon. It's a, it's big. Um, and it just, I don't know where it came. It's like my whole arm. Like my whole arm just left. Actually... My whole arm. It's my arm. It's your oh, arm. It's like a cord comes yeah. out. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, sure. You fire it, uh, and it digs into the uh, <laughs> digs in like it goes deep into that soft mud, um, and starts pulling you towards the shore, uh, and you can hear the firefight going on. Um, and I think you even since you are the empath, I think you can feel Bones's adrenaline as they as she is. Uh, combating these these other units. Yeah. And from the depths of the water, you can feel Nunu's anger coming towards you as well. I was well. going to ask about that, but I figured, mm-hmm. let me not. Uh, he is cutting through the water. But we're going to step over to Bones really quickly. Bones, uh, you just destroyed this unit. You're kind of like floating, um, gliding through the jungle. Uh, and more... Fire is coming at you from from the depths of the jungle. Uh, what do you do? Am I close enough to try to like uh, hail the this other guy that's shooting at me? Oh yeah, hail the mech. I want to do that. Um, I'm trying to use my red common ability. I have a rep as a great pilot. When I try to impress or dismay someone using my reputation, I get a plus one die. Okay. So I, I want to like try to convince him to like get the fuck out of here. Ooh, all right. Because I want right. to I want to help. I want to go back and help River. Okay. I don't want to have to deal with the schmo. Yeah. <laughs> which is just going to, like, I can do it, but it's just going to take time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you hail them, and uh, this uh, picture of kind of a grizzled, scarred pilot comes on, and he goes, uh, you never should have came to this planet, uh, gray boy. <laughs> gray girl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> First of all. Uh, and I think... Uh, I think on my helmet I have um, like tick marks 
for mm-hmm. like mechs I've killed. Are you making another yeah, one? Yeah, so I think I make one as I'm hailing this guy, and I'm like, uh, uh, unless you want to get added to the helmet, I suggest you get the fuck out of here. All right. That's good. Uh, That's good. I'm going to argue that is sway. Okay, I don't have any of that. <laughs> but I get plus one because I'm, I'm, I'm going to argue that I'm using my my thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, I think that is risky standard. Okay. Yeah, let's just see what happens with this. It's a one. All right. Uh, as you are putting that notch in, um, a hail of gunfire like comes out of the jungle and, and barrages um, Ladybug. And I'm going to say, uh, we're going to take, let's take level two damage this time mm-hmm. with, um, let's take level two damage and say, uh, actually, you know what? I'm going to say, let's take level two harm because these shots hit your cockpit. They hit, they, they hit Ladybug square in the chest. Okay. Um, so I'm going to give you level two harm and say, um, when these, when these shells strike your chest, they rattle you in your cockpit and you do not have the, like the roomy screen laden cockpit that, uh, river river has. Mm. Um, you have kind of like a tight quarters combat and I think your head, luckily you're in that helmet, but you, it jostles you around a little bit. So I'm going to take, I'm going to give you a level two harm dizzy. Can I resist that? Absolutely. Would me as the pilot be resisting this or would the mech be resisting this? I think you as the pilot would be resisting this. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. All right. How, how are you resisting? Let's say resolve. Let's say like I, this is not, I've been in this situation before my mech's taken damage before mm-hmm. and it's, I've experienced physical harm before, but it's about like keeping my composure, keeping my mind right. I'm trying to stay resolved. Great. Okay. So you'll roll your resolve dice yes. and uh, you'll take six minus that stress. Yep. Uh, four. Okay. Uh, and I think, yeah, I think you totally, you buckle down and you, uh, it's like riding a mechanical bull in your cockpit as you are jerked around, but you manage like your head doesn't hit anything. Um, you don't break any screens or anything. You are okay. But your, 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 uh, ladybug took a little bit of a beating. Okay. Nunu Cortez is cutting through the water towards you as you pull up. Uh, and I think you actually, um, you get to the bank and you are like knee deep in the river water now as you're like pulling yourself out mm-hmm. when um, Nunu's uh, mech bursts out of the water. Pause. Yes. Did I get my harpoon out? Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. So I still have a harpoon that I could use to harpoon him. I thought it was just your arm. I mean, it is my arm, but it's a harpoon. My, It's a harpoon. I feel like my arm turns into a harpoon. Like it's like, okay, like all right. my hand turns into the... Okay. It has to, so your hand, it can't just be fingers. Like it has to, it has to do the curvy thingy so that it'll stay. Right? Is that not a harpoon? That's it, a grappling like, hook. Like the barb. Like yeah. it has a barb on it. Yeah. Hand? It needs a, it needs something to okay. stick. All right. So it like turns into. So your your like forearm and hand turn into a spear. Yeah. Basically. basically. Okay. All right. Cool. 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 Um, Nunu bursts out of the water with his one huge claw fist, like ready to come down on you. Mm-hmm. I uh, harpoon him <laughs> in the cockpit. <laughs> this is why I asked if I got my harpoon back. Okay, I think this is desperate standard effect. Yeah, that makes sense. And I, we're going to say battle, I guess. I think this sounds like battle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to push myself to broadcast again. Okay. Because this is a one shot. Yeah. I'm going to push myself. All right. 
what do you uh, what do you say to oh, to to try to uh, affect him? Because everyone knows, like Mecca is. I think he's a quirk, don't you? Oh yeah, because I'm in my mech. Oh yep, yep. Because your action is complex cockpit. Yeah, I guess the question is. Well, I guess. I guess I'm not really worried about the broadcast. The broadcast is a secondary thing that I can do. It's for harpooning him and pushing myself, right? Mm-hmm. I would say unassuming design then. Oh, yeah, because it's, Cause yeah, you're unassuming. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he's not expecting a harpoon. Yep. The broadcast is just a secondary thing I can do because I'm choosing to push myself. Yeah. Is how I have to think about that. Even though the broadcast is kind of the move I want to do, I'm harpooning him. It's a surprise because of my unassuming design. Yeah, that sounds great. Okay. What is it that you say to like engage this this empath thing? He had originally introduced himself as I have the pleasure of being introduced to him. Mm-hmm. You have I, the pleasure of dying at my hand. I think I go, God, no one cares about you. And then just <laughs> harpoon him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> good line. I guess. I'm not good at these lines. Listen, that. You, that's gonna break him. That's my goal. His whole deal is being fancy and Important. everybody. Yeah. He's yeah. It's, He's God, a no knight gladissant, Diana. No one cares. I'm terrible at takedowns. This is why I became a counselor. What? Build, I, can, I can build you up. I can't take you down. I'm terrible at it. I should have been a principal if I wanted to break people's spirits. Why do you build me up, Buttercup? Just no. That's not great. No, but I still do the broadcast. We did establish that already. We, yes, So we I did. didn't actually harpoon him, but I did broadcast. Yeah. You uh, go to raise your... Um, that was desperate? I'm sorry. Can you tell me Yep, that, that was, was desperate standard effect. Okay. You go to uh, stab him with your harpoon, and he comes... Uh, I think your harpoon clashes against his armor... Junk a piece of vehicle gear. That's fine. Yes. Uh, Your harpoon, like, hits his carapace and snaps against his chest as his huge claw hand slams down on your uh, your mecha's head. uh, And he just crashes into the mud. Um, I'm going to give you a level two damage. To my mecha? Yeah. I'm going to say... We're going to say, call that crush. I have armor, which I had stated before and I shaded mm-hmm. it a second ago, but it's, I'm I think using armor it. is a one-time use thing. Is I, this the first time you're using it? It is the oh, first okay. time I'm using yeah. it. I just wanted to make sure that I didn't add anything else, so I shaded it in. Yeah. Um, so I'm using my armor, so I did reduce damage by one. Okay, so that goes down to uh, level one damage. Yeah. And we're going to say crush. Um, like, there's a huge dent in your plating. There's, like, uh, sparks kind of coming out. Actually, I have a question about that. Yeah. Armor reads as a one-time use, but on this, it has an armor it has an armor section with four boxes. Yep, so you can take armor multiple times, but it every time you use But I have to mark it down several times. Like yep. marker. Okay, got yep. it. I understand. All right. Yeah, I'm fine. That's good. Uh and he uh his uh prime echian, which is called <laughs> Stupid. Uh, his prime Atkins name is Tropic of Cancer. Uh, Tropic of Cancer crashes into the mud uh, as its huge claw smashes your um, song's head in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it starts to, like, right itself. And he, like... He, I used broadcast. Yeah, is he still okay. on your comm? 
Yeah, I think so. I think he's actually got, like, tears welling up in his eyes. Yeah. And he's like, how dare you speak to me that way, you peasant. I will make sure you never leave this jungle. Now, don't forget, I paralyzed him with my voice. Isn't it? It's something else, too, right? It's um, when you push yourself, you can also instill a powerful, undirected emotion in others or paralyze a person with your mind or voice. Okay. I mean, I think he's he is currently paralyzed with his... Just want to be clear. Emotions. The word is, the word is paralyzed. Mm-hmm. So that means he's not doing a thing. So okay. I just want to be clear that that's what's happening because that's how Diana plays role-playing games <laughs> with you. <laughs> I get real specific. Bones, you just took a shot. <laughs> yeah. But not in a fun way. No. <laughs> what do you want to do? <laughs> Let's fuck this guy up. I... I'm just going to go ham on him. <laughs> uh, just the, I'm pulling the machine gun out, and yeah, we're going to town. Okay. Th- let's say this is a, um, let's say this is risky standard, I think. Okay. Battle. You're, you're, yeah, you're, uh, you're in the jungle. Um, it's still raining. Are you still floating? Are you still, like, uh, like where are you? So you, you blew up the one uh, grimoire. I think I landed. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I think you're like aiming your uh, rifle down where the shots last came from, yeah. uh, preparing to fire, but like trying to get a good shot in. Uh, I think this is risky standard battle. Yeah. Should I push myself? Make sure I get this guy. It's a one shot. Yeah, I'm going to push myself. Um, I'm going to use my aggressive targeters. Ooh, Perfect. I like that. All my sensors have, like, stopped, like, doing anything else that they may have been doing. And yeah. it's just, like, ready to light this guy up. Nice. Do it. Five. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Could have been worse. Um, yeah. I haven't gotten a sex yet. I only had the one. That was, when we played Blades, one of my problems was that I never quite felt like I was, like I was getting those sixes. Yeah. All right, so on a risky, a five is the pilot does it, but there is a risky consequence. Uh, All right, yeah, you fire into the darkness, and um, you hear the explosion, like, more so than you see it. You see, like, the flash of light as you connect with this uh, other pilot, Mm. and uh, he just, it explodes, and you feel the shockwave. Um, But you are uh, taken by surprise when another, uh, uh, another mech with a vibro blade like a, a vibrating dagger mm. uh bursts out of the jungle underbrush and um it's going to stab you in the side for two damage level two damage yeah okay unless you want to resist uh yeah i'll resist that which i think you can resist for free because of yeah. r&d yeah. <laughs> <laughs> curses so I'm, I'm just gonna maneuver out of the way all right you're made for this, though. Yeah. Like, I think that makes sense. I'm a battle mech. Yeah, yeah, you're a yeah. battle mech. You're an ace pilot. I think it makes sense that you'd be able to maneuver out. It makes zero sense for me to do it well. Oh, now, that was level two damage, so that actually... We can say that that only reduces it to level one damage, right? When you resist? I thought resisting just, like, you didn't... The bad thing did not happen. I think when you resist, we determine whether or not it simply goes down a level or it goes away completely. Yeah, it says you may attempt to avoid or reduce consequences with a resistance roll. Yeah, whether the GM completely negates consequences with resistance rolls or just reduces their impact will help set the tone of the game. All right, so I am... Let's... All right. Let's say... Let's turn this into another roll then. Okay. Does that sound like a fair middle ground? Yeah, yeah. 
why don't you give me a maneuver roll to try to dodge this this knife completely? Okay. And I'm going to say this is risk. Well, no, let's I think it's just a I don't know if this is by the book, but we're just going to give it a straight roll and if you if it fail, if it succeeds, you completely negated it. If it fails, then it's level 1. Okay. Successes are 4 and up for yeah. this. For this? Uh Five and up. <laughs> well, we're playing Calvin Ball now. Sorry. Nope. Those are twos. All right, it cuts you. Okay. Level one damage. What am I marking in it? Um, let's gonna let's say uh, armor slashed, um, and you are now tangling with this with this guy with his vibro blade. Yep. Uh, Tropic of Cancer, River. Yes. Um, is is kind of uh, it's it's frozen as you see a Nunu clutching his head. Mm-hmm. Um. What do you want to do? My head is crushed, but he is not touching me. Yes. I climb out of the river. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because right. I was still in the mud. Yeah. So I get out. Okay. <laughs> fair, fair. Uh, he He's still kind of stunned. I book it. I can't fight him. <laughs> You're running into the jungle? I can't fight. I have no weapons. <laughs> and he crushed my head. You still, how much, what's your loadout? I'm done. You use your entire loadout? Armor is two, mobility suite is two, the energy beam was one, I used it, the harpoon was one, I used it, I'm, I'm done. Armor's only one. No, armor it's is two. two. Oh shit, girl. I'm done, I have nothing else. Punch him. <laughs> I don't, even, didn't you say that my harpoon got broken? Yeah, your harpoon so got broken. <laughs> I have one hand, I have zero weapons, I've used my armor, I'm I'll, done. Like I'll be I'm done with this guy in a second. I'm looking it. I'm I'm out. I'm trying to get to my my thing. <laughs> Alright. Wait, pause. Paused. My arm broke. Do I have is it is it broken connected to me or is it broken floating down the river? Uh it's broken. Like, are you worried about c- keeping all of the assets? Yeah. Um you're okay. Okay. Uh we can say I, I think it I think it broke, but that is not um but that's not an asset? Yeah, you need to keep the proprietary equipment. I gotta uh, keep the cockpit fine. Yeah. Yeah, okay. The that's mech it. itself, the Ekian itself. Okay, so yeah, I'm booking it. Bye. Deuces. <laughs> Deuces, crab man. Uh, you hear Nunu, like, in tears, go, Juke, Howard! Uh, and you and start I, booking it into the jungle. If I'm still calming with him, I go, I really don't care. <laughs> Just to, like, really bring it home that he is not important. Right. And I'm not doing the move, but I'm just, like, pushing it home. Like, I'm touching a sore spot. Okay. I don't care. You come across uh, the spot where um, Bones is tangling with this mech. And uh, they, they get you, you actually see them get slashed as they kind of dodge out of the way with their mobility suite. Um, what are you, Bones, what are you doing? You just got cut. Uh, I think I'm just going to use my shield and bash this guy's head in. I like it. I like it. Nice. Uh, that sounds to me like... I think that sounds like risky limited to me. Because um, it's kind of unwieldy to use okay. your shield as an offensive weapon. Okay. Alright. I get, Yeah. Okay. I guess my intention is just to incapacitate this guy at least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, battle? Yeah. Okay. Blunt force trauma to the head. That'll do it. Five. Alright. Yeah, you do it. Uh, you you bring your shield down and just bash in the head of his mecha. Uh, and I think it actually collapses in a little bit. 
um, uh, like into the chest. Like definitely not enough to hurt the pilot, um, mm. but totally wrecks the the sensors. And it it kind of like falls to its knees, and then like in a shower of sparks, as a uh, song kind of joins you. Um, and you can see it's obvious that the pilot inside is like tr- is like struggling with the machinery because like the it the mech is kind of like jerking, um, trying to like raise its arms, but it's just not responding. You've like totaled it. Mm-hmm. Um, and song, you rejoin uh, Bones. Question. Did I leave the comms open? I'm asking you. Did I leave the comms open between me and Nunu the whole time? I turned them off in my cockpit before. Um, So. Would I even be able to communicate with you? I think you could communicate with me. That was like an external broadcast, I would assume. So I I would think we could communicate on different channels. Okay. So I think I let you know that um, right now Nunu is paused, but he is... Uh, coming, we might want to put some distance between us and the river. Uh, they're just gonna chase us. I, I, I cannot. I, Can my you... mech does this. I can't fight. <laughs> Audio medium. What does your yeah. mech do? Shrugs. <laughs> it, it goes. Sorry, I forgot. Um, it like takes its its hands out to the side, moves them up and down, while my crushed head also moves up and down. Like can't fight. Can't do it. Kit, can you finish this guy off? The guy behind me? I think this mech is, like, struggling. To yeah. yeah. I'm like, finish that guy off. Yeah, I think I shoulder check him. I just, like, <laughs> go right... Because I can't do anything else. So I just shoulder check him. Yeah, that, you knock it over. It is... It, this this guy ain't going nowhere. Um, I can start stepping on it if necessary. <laughs> I like the, the visual of, like, your mech's, like, stepping, stepping on this on guy. It. Oh, God, that's so dark. <laughs> I, I'm light-footed my limbs are actually quite small so i don't know that i could crush it but i can fuck up its neck oh my god some more. maybe you're like standing on it so it can't move yeah. at the um i and i think bones is just like squaring up like shield up like waiting for this other mech to come out of the water okay yeah uh y'all are in the jungle and um slowly the ferns and the the trees part and a tropic of cancer enters into this like uh, enters into view, uh, and it holds out that, uh, that long hand with, like, the three scythe-like pincers, um, and I think they start to spin almost, so that they turn into, like, this, like, whirlwind of scythes, um, and you are getting a hail on your columns, uh, bones. Uh, yeah, sure. I, I accept the call. Uh, Nunu runs his hand through his hair, and he says... The two of you have caused so much trouble. If you think you are going to leave this world alive, I have news for you. You cannot stand against the Knights Gladysant and the Novu Sargasu Empire in this way. And he's just, he, he's just going to keep going. I know, but, so <laughs> can my, tell you want to interrupt him. Well, my favorite thing is, I don't want to interrupt him. I just want to interrupt you. Like... I, the detail is that he was just crying, so his eyes are red, <laughs> and his face is a mess, so he, like, ran his hand through his hair to make himself look cool, but he he was crying. <laughs> he was obviously, like, just crying. <laughs> it's like, very obviously. His eyes are puffy, his nose is probably a little runny um, as he's giving this speech. And I think he's finally like, come meet me at your death. <laughs> come <laughs> to your death. 
I think uh, Bone says, you fucked with the wrong R&D team. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to engage my rage. Yeah! Oh, no! <laughs> Which I forget what it stands for. Uh, I forget what it stands for as well, but it basically... It's literally rage. You, like, yeah. you berserk out. Yeah, I, I've like... At the expense of... I disregard my personal well-being yeah. and my mech's well-being to hurt this person. Yeah, to do damage. <laughs> yeah. So this does... You suffer the consequences... Death wish and possibility hallucinations, but so what is death wish and possibility hallucinations? So you have a death wish. Mm-hmm. Now, when this says consequences, I'm kind of wondering. That sounds like harm to me, but I don't think that. I think that is going to. We'll see how that plays out. I'm not entirely sure mechanically how that works, but we're gonna figure it out. Um, but you enter into a rage. Uh, how does, how does this work? How does Ladybug, like, put you in a rage? Um. Or engage rage? Can I retcon something first before this sure. happens? Sure, absolutely. This is, like, a fairly major retcon. Okay. Um, I'm thinking of, like, a flashback in Blades. Oh, yeah, so flashbacks are also oh, okay. in this, and I have totally, uh, okay. forgot to engage with them. I wasn't sure if they were. They are, yeah, Is sorry. there a cost to using a flashback? Um, I think it's stress the same as pushing yourself. I be- I want to say, I believe. Oh, and I think, but depending on how significant the flashback is, you get to set the stress level, if I'm remembering correctly. Okay. Um, flashbacks are one that, are something in Forge in the Dark that I struggle with. Okay. All right, so here's my flashback. Um, I think back, uh, when we flashback to earlier in the mission, um... River is repairing her mech. She's, like, trying to put this tarp in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think... Maybe at some point when you, like, you go back down to, like, look for more materials or something, you briefly step, step away from your mech. I think we see uh, Bones uh, with the hard drive in her hand, and she sneaks into your mech without you looking and, like, puts it in your cockpit. Oh. Um, so then flash forward to the fight, okay. and I think uh, Ladybug is standing there, and I think uh, after we have this communication, I think Bones says to... Bones communicates with River and says, um, check under your seat. I I check under my seat. And I assume I find the hard drive. Yeah. Uh, And I think Bones just says, go now, you can get a head start. And (sighs) and then engages Rage. (laughs) Okay. Shit. (laughs) So you can think about what you're going to do. Tell me what it looks like when you engage Rage. I think those thrusters, those, like, mobility thrusters, I think they, like, they kick on, but at, like, a low thing. So they're on on my back, but I'm not off the ground. And I think, like, the feet of the mech dig in, and I think that, like, the neon, like, red around the mech and the eyes, like, start to, like, pulsate a little bit. Um, And it it looks like, if it were, like, it looks like it's, like, charging up for something, and I think it's, like, holding the machine gun at the ready. Zach, I refuse (laughs) to believe that you have not watched... At least an hour of mecha anime. I'm just using, con- I'm using context clues here. <laughs> because that is perfect. Um, yeah, that's great. So you, you're, you're, but you're not charging. You're just kind of, you're engaged. You're, you're. Like, I'm waiting for my moment. Yeah, this is like the 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 duel where the the hand is hanging in front of the like over the six shooter. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. What is River gonna do? I ran. <laughs> but, but I called. Um, D-O-O Vanessa Ooh. Artura. Okay. And I said, I've got the package. Do I not, have I seen your rage before? Would I know what that is? Ooh. I don't think so, because the missions we've been on, I think were fairly routine. Yeah. Okay. So I call Vanessa and I'm like, we need assistance. You need to send us 
something that shoots something immediately if you don't want us to lose uh, bones. She, uh, look, uh, she's like looking at you on the screen and I think she like turns away and she starts typing at her keyboard and she's like, Red Riot is in position for pickup in just a few minutes. If it has your fire team on board, but they are only equipped for maintenance. So I, River, I don't know what you want me to do. I guess I'm dropping off the package and going back then, since our mission is to not leave anything behind. Give me a sway check. Uh, and I think this is, uh, you know what? No, I don't think this is going to trigger a move. I think you're going to convince her. Okay. Um, she she uh, looks at her readout and she goes, okay. Actually, no, I actually do think this is a check because you're asking them to, you're asking them to spend resources in their corporateocracy. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I think this is going to take a sway check, but I think it is um, controlled standard. Okay. I'm going to push myself. Ooh, okay. Because um, this is a one shot. Yeah. So I'm just going to do it. Do it. Oh, it didn't work. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to broadcast. Because why, why not? To your, your DOO? Ah, but look, I'm not paralyzing her, I'm instilling a powerful undirected emotion, which is determination. That is an emotion. <laughs> that is an emotion. <laughs> so um, she can not send anything, but she's going to know that I'm not getting on the ship. Okay. So like, I'm just conveying my, because I felt like I needed a success. I needed something to work in my favor because I she, failed so terribly. <laughs> she locks eyes with you um, and she feels like the determination that you feel. Mm-hmm. And she goes, all right, Nikki. But this is coming out of your paycheck. And she like presses she presses a few buttons on her screen and she goes, just to make sure that Bones gets to the site. And she hangs up. Bones, you are uh standing there mm. and Tropic of Cancer is in front of you with their whirring scythes. Mm-hmm. And he Nunu makes to go on the offensive when suddenly these drones drop out of the sky and you recognize them as repair drones. Um, but these are just drop. Like they are, instead of like flying to like in a controlled descent, they are plummeting like peregrine falcons and they just crash into Tropic of Cancer. Just pummel him like three of these drones. Um, and he starts swearing and cursing and like, what the devil is this? Uh, and he is totally open to you. Okay. Uh, let's fuck him up. <laughs> okay. I think this is a control, like, so whatever, uh, tell me what you're going to do first. Well, I'm just going to use the machine gun. Um, I think I'm going center mass. Okay. I'm just going to light him up. All right. Uh, I think this is a controlled standard. I think this is controlled standard. You have complete control over the situation, um, but you're not necessarily going to do, oh, but you get greater effect for your rage, don't you? I don't know. I, I, Oops, sorry. I don't have the... Let's uh, double sorry. check. This may improve your position and effect in maneuvering. But this is straight up just battle. All right. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to say this is controlled standard. Controlled standard. All right. Uh, I think I'm going to push myself. <laughs> okay. Ominous appearance? Ooh, I, I'm yeah. into that. Yeah. I need a six. My only six. <laughs> I need it. Five. Five. That's still good enough. 
to, uh, what did we say, risky standard or lim uh, controlled standard? I think so. All right. You start blasting at Tropic of Cancer. I think what's going to happen is you describe shredding Tropic of Cancer. What was his weapon like again? It was, it was a whip? It was like, a, uh, it was, he had a long, so you know how fiddler crabs have like one long, thin claw and one big, punchy yeah, yeah. claw? Uh, his long, thin claw ended in three scythes that were spinning. Okay. All right. I think it, the bullets just start to hit him, and I'm wondering if maybe he his arm goes up, like, instinctively to protect himself, and it starts, like, shredding these scythes, and it's, like... So there's, like, a lot of, like, sparks and, like, stuff going off. Around yeah, him. I love that. And you knock a scythe off, and it, like, digs into the armor and starts shredding it. And just the sound of wrenching, cutting, burning metal just echoes through the jungle. Um, and as it's kind of, like, crashing, Tropic of Cancer's back opens up, and this pod ejects and, like, fires off into uh, the atmosphere and, like, flies out. And you can actually see, because you still had comms open, um, Nunu's, like, cursing. He's like, no, 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 no. And then, like, you see, like, a shield come up over his face. And then, like, as that canister ejects out mm -hmm. and the comm gets cut off and you are left with the wreckage of Tropic of Cancer that you and these, these uh, um, drones just, like, wrecked shop on as River and Song get uh, to the drop zone. I didn't run to the drop zone. What? I started running to the drop zone, but when my communication with um, Vanessa ended, I circled back around a safe distance so that if I had to run away, I could, but if I could help, I was going to try to help. Mm -hmm. um, so when I see the shredding happen, <laughs> um, I like calm to bones and let bones know like hey i'm actually nearby we should get going okay i actually think i want to give bones level three harm uh hallucinating okay i'll take it okay and i think that is this harm or is this simply a challenge you gonna fight me i don't want uh no i i want let, all right let's replace it this way let's frame it this way Bones, you are hallucinating. You yeah. are seeing threats everywhere in the jungle. River, you are in a unique position to, as an empath, to bring Bones down. Mm -hmm. What do you do? I bring, I try to bring Bones down. If I have to, I'll use my broadcast. Okay, okay. in what, describe trying to bring Bones down. I think I, do I recognize, I guess it, it, it depends on whether or not I recognize it, but I guess I would. Um... Yeah, I think I think bones. I could probably feel it. I'm an empath. I would I would be feeling like the terror and the oh, yeah. anger and stuff. Yeah, and you like you see as you come across this scene, bones's mech is still like shining with energy. Yeah. Um, and the red decal, like the red highlights, um, and um, details are glowing, and they just turn with their assault rifle and are pointing it directly, like center mass, right at your cockpit. Yeah. And they're just pointing the rifle at you. What do you do? So my mangled hand and my good hand go up in like, you know, the surrender position. Mm. And I think I push some of my empathic energy out and it is very calm. I'm pushing calm, empathic energy out towards bones. And I'm just, hey, I, this is my therapist's voice, guys, sorry. I'm just like, hey, it's time for us to go. 
we need to start moving towards the drop zone and we need to make sure that our mission is complete and I can't do that without you. So let's start moving. We can start getting ourselves to the to the drop zone and to the aircraft and we can start moving and i'm like i'm continuing to say we need to start moving we need to start moving but i'm saying it in a super calm like way Mm -hmm. side note if there's a crying screaming child and you talk to them this way nine times out of ten they will calm down and start matching your energy fun fact um but like that's what i'm doing i'm trying i am trying to trick bones into matching my energy with these this like pushing my energy out push, pushing my empathic calm energy out and using like a calm voice with a very simple direction we need to start moving bones how do you respond i kind of i don't know i almost want to say that bones is blacked out almost like acting without reasoning yeah so i don't know i kind of I kind of think it's, like, up to chance, like, what happens. Let's make this a roll. Uh, okay. I think this is a... All right, so what what action do you think this is, D? I think it would be sway. You think it's sway? It's either sway or command, but I'm not forcing... Imme- I'm not trying to force immediate obedience. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I were doing that, I'd be attacked. It would be seen as an attack. Yeah. I'm trying to do it, like... I'm trying to do it in a sneaky way, so I think it's more sway. I am going to say, though, that this is controlled... And standard effect. Okay. No. I think it's risky, great effect. Okay. I'm pushing myself. Okay. I was trying to think of a collateral, too. Ooh. What if the collateral is um, that Bones, that you, that Bones isn't going, is it, that Bones' trust in you is going to be damaged? So if I push myself and I do collateral, do I get an additional die? I think you can only do one or the other. It says, it says and or. Push yourself and or accept a collateral die. It does say and or. Okay. I will give you a collateral die. Bones' trust in you will be damaged. Okay. Because either, because of the mix of these hallucinations, as well as feeling you have this, like you are going to be, you're pushing your emotions on them. You're manipulating them in a little, in in a way. And I'm specifically pushing so that I can broadcast. Like I'm going to be pushing my emotions much, 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 much harder. Yeah. What do you think, Bones? What do you think about that, Zach? What does Bones think or what does Zach think? What does Zach think? Uh, yeah. Do you, do you want to go even harder with a collateral die? I'm wondering if Bones would rem- would understand what's happening in, like, a rational way. Well, I'm wondering if it, like, it could be subcon- or unconscious. Yeah. Like, your, your damaged trust in them could be unconscious. Like, I just don't trust her and I'm not, it's just something about, like. Yeah. Yeah. That could work. Yep. Yeah. I'll take it. All right. So because I'm pushing myself, I because I don't have it, and I'm pushing myself, I'll roll one die. Because I'm taking the collateral, I'm rolling two die, and I'm taking the highest of the two. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I still, I was broadcasting, though. I'm instilling an, a powerful, undirected emotion. What did I say that was? Did I say that was risky? No. You said it was controlled. I did say it was controlled? Mm-hmm. I falter. I can press on. By seizing a risky opportunity, or I can withdraw and try a different tactic or action. It sounds like I have the choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, sorry, I don't want to take control of Bones too much, but it seems like you're kind of in a berserk state. So I'm kind of like, please 
Correct me if I overstep. You're good. You're approaching Bones. Mm -hmm. She has her rifle up. Mm -hmm. It doesn't seem like she's get like you're getting anywhere. Mm -hmm. She isn't opening communications. You're taking a few steps. You're trying to match her energy. Can't quite tell what's going to happen. What do you want to do? You want to keep? You want to push it? You want to get it? I I did push before I broadcast. I know, but uh, so you can withdraw and try. I am going to withdraw, but I did broadcast an emotion. Okay. And I'm obviously broadcasting like. I'm trying to broadcast calm. As an empath, I feel like I would have... I feel like I, I would actually kind of be calm in this situation. Yeah. So I'm broadcasting the calm. But I'm backing up. Okay. So what is, what's, your, what's your other idea then? My other idea is to open my cockpit so that you can see me. Oh. Okay. All right. I like that. Yeah. All right. This is a... Desperate great. Okay. I think it's Sway again. I think so too. I am not pushing myself and I'm not going to take collateral die. So this is the worst of the two die that I'm rolling. Three. Uh, all right. So what do you say as your cockpit opens? I op- My cockpit opens, my hands are up and I go, bones. Actually, I know. Actually, I go, Izzy. It's me. You gotta calm down. We gotta get moving. My hands are up in the air, weapon free. You gotta calm down. We gotta get moving. And I just blasted with calm energy. Mm-hmm. The camera like zooms in on on Ladybug's hand on the trigger, and it pulls the trigger, and the episode ends, and we see credits. The credits start to roll. Yeah. That makes sense. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I think that's the end of our beam saber game. Yeah. What do you guys think of that ending? Is that okay? It got really good. dark. Yeah, it did. Yeah. yeah it did. That's so anime. <laughs> that's so anime. That was really good, though. That was good. I yeah. like that. Shit. All right. <laughs> that is beam saber. Um, yay, beam saber. Yay, beam saber. So... Once again, Beam Saber is a game by Austin Ramsey. You can find Austin at Not an In on Twitter. Um, you can find the Kickstarter for Beam Saber at tinyurl.com forward slash Beam Saber Kickstarter or search for Beam Saber on Kickstarter. This is a. I had a lot of fun with this. Uh, it is a forged in the dark game of mecha warfare. I, I highly recommend this game. I don't know what you guys think. Are y'all sharing notes? No. Oh, what are you talking about? Just do. Just talk about what you're going to talk about. Don't read our secret notes. <laughs> uh, I thought it was great. I had a lot of fun with it. I've had a l- little experience with Fortune of the Dark stuff before, um, but the toys and tools that you get to play with in this are really fun. Yeah. I agree. I really like the moves that I got to play with. And it's always fun to go super hard on a one shot. So I pushed myself like way more than I normally would have in a campaign. Um, But this game, this game was fun. And it would be fun to play in a long term campaign as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Forged in the Dark is a system that I'm still kind of trying to wrap my head around. But uh, I, I like it. I like what Forged in the Dark does. Um, and I think the what I'm particularly interested in is the genres that people seem to be doing in Forged in the Dark that don't quite work in Powered by the Apocalypse. 
because Forged in the Dark is a little bit crunchier, a little bit more like mission-based and about going on those missions. Um, what it allows you to do is very cool, and I think it's perfect for mecha combat. Um, one of the things I really like about Beam Saber is instead of engaging in vices to get rid of stress, you have a scene of um, connection with a squad mate, oh, which cool. I think is perfect. Like that is exactly what I want in these games is like interpersonal scenes. So I'm very excited to see how uh, one day Izzy and Nikki kind of oh, like repair their stress with one another after that incident. <laughs> if they're both okay, yeah. they might not be okay. You know, this was an OVA. Sometimes OVAs just end and you never know what happened yeah. and it can be rough. Um, what but, does OVA mean? Uh, original video animation. Okay. It was a, like, they're, they're not as common now, but they were... Um, Back in the days of VHS, um, that was how some anime like kind of got made. Like they were very short, high quality runs. They're almost like thirty minute episodic movies, okay. almost. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yep. So that is Beam Saber, and I really liked it. I don't know if you guys have anything else you want to add. I don't think so. Yeah, I think that was good. So thank you all so much for joining us. We want to thank In Love with the Ghost for the use of their song Chilling at Nemo's Place. Nemo's Place, not Nemo's Place. You can find In Love with the Ghost at bandcamp.com slash in love with a ghost. Once again, this game is Beam Saber uh, by Austin Ramsey. You can find the Kickstarter for that on Kickstarter or at tinyurl.com forward slash beam saber Kickstarter. You can find Austin Ramsey at not and in on Twitter. We want to thank Zach B, who's sitting next to me, for editing this and making it sound cool. Thanks, Zach B. Thank you, Zach B. Thanks for joining us. Not sure if when you say swelling theme music, if I'm going to put in swelling theme music (laughs) or just leave you saying swelling theme music. Honestly, I'm okay with either. Okay. Maybe both. Uh, Please make sure to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever it is that you get your podcasts. It means a lot to us and it helps other people find us. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at HeartPointsPod. Please follow us and join us for discussion about RPGs and podcasts, and make sure to share us with everyone you know, especially your RPG-loving friends. Word of mouth is really the best thing you could do for us. Please, if you enjoyed this episode, please consider tweeting about it, sharing it with friends, um, or just in general, talking about it. Thank you to all of our patrons for allowing us to keep this show going and using and getting very cool mics, which is a fun thing that we've got now. Um, if you would like to become a patron of the show, please find us on patreon.com forward slash heartpointspod. You can directly support the show and help us maintain and better it every single week. You're going to get some really cool rewards and you're going to get some one-on-one action from us, which sounds weird. I should phrase that differently. Sorry. What Diana means is we put out a monthly campfire podcast where we kind of just talk to our patrons and hang out. Uh, We also have the Discord where we talk with patrons and we talk about games, talk about movies, talk about K-pop mostly. Um, (laughs) Which I'm not mad at. And we're constantly trying to do more, finding other ways that we can connect with patrons. Uh, We have two tiers, a $2 tier, which gives you access to the Discord and I believe a thanks on the show and a $5 tier which gets you a title and thanks on the show and something else that I forget. (laughs) 
but uh, we, we're, we're constantly in process of revising and making the Patreon better, making the Discord better, uh, because we love interacting with y'all and we appreciate what y'all do for us so much. Uh, we recently upgraded and got us some really nice Yeti mics, which I discovered I didn't know how to set up on my computer, so we aren't using both of them right now, we're just using one. But it's thanks to you that we're able to upgrade our equipment and get better stuff, so thank you so much. Thank you all again for joining us in our adventure today. We hope that as you return back to the real world that you continue to have a very nice day. But like a very, very nice one. My name is Sedin Ra. I am the great bard, the high herald of heroes, and the dire eulogist of the daring. I love to tell stories. Stories of conflict and of bravery, of monsters that lurk in the cold, and the warm blood that they spill. Stories of heroes whose eyes burn bright with passion, to stand against the darkness. In these tales is where I live. And this story is one of my favorites. It is not particularly vast in scope. I cannot promise that it changed the world for any good or ill. No primordial evil is challenged. No holy good is upheld. But it is the story of heroes. Heroes who have sworn an oath to their task, no matter that it is a small thing against the long and distant dark. It is a story of people who have already lost much, but have one chance to save one life. It is a tapestry woven lovingly, and I give it a place of honor among the tales of the demigods who slay liches, the armies of paladins standing against demon hordes, and the princesses who summon gods. Among them all, this story is one of my favorites. I call it Blood Gold.